Hello, that little red light means we're live. Hello and welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly, your first choice for Australian Transformers news in Australia. Brad Oztrod Bowl. Joining me as we head west, we got Max. How are you going, Max? I'm doing well, thank you, Brad. How are you? Very good, very good, sir. And going even further west over to WA, we've got the groovy guy, Brad Smith. Or we just call him Groovy. <laughs> How are you, Brad? I am very well, thank you, Brad. And I hope you and Max are doing well as well. We are coming off the end of summer. It is starting to cool down. I need to stop lighting the fire before I do this record because now all the windows <laughs> in the house are open. <laughs> oh. It's when you when you sort of got to reclimatize the winter, you sort of go a bit balls to the wall to start with and crank the fire more than you need to and... Uh, yeah, no, we, we still have the fans running in this room. Well, that's the problem. You put too much wood in during the night, and then it goes in the next day by lunchtime. You got the aircon on trying to cool the house down because you can't get the fire to, <laughs> fire to yeah. shut down. Oh wow! Or, yeah. or you fill the thing up with pizza boxes, and you have to get the fire extinguisher out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. The other night we went to put the kindling and everything in it to start it again. That just started by itself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busted because there's still enough warmth in there to get her in the go. So it's just your developing pyrokinesis, Brad. That's all it is. It's sp- no, my doctor said I'm going to stop all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's uh, what's been happening in Transformers Week, guys? Not any, too any, much. Uh, sightings at stores? Uh, not a great deal. Um, got. Downloaded Forge to Fight, the new uh, phone game, which is really solid. It feels like they've actually done one that's really just made for the fans. So I'm pretty. That's happy not with in it. our. That's not in our new store. It's not. That's the uh, cross cross generations. I suppose you call it. Yeah, it's sort of. It's. I haven't gotten to the point in the plot yet where I explain it, but it's basically just movie. Um, Beast Wars and IDW G1 style all just come together and fight. Oh, and wow. It's, it's pretty cool. Water water there as well. hmm. Yeah, so you, you know, you can have your combined wars prime beating up your Bayformers prime, etc. Yeah, I've seen there's a trailer on the group at the moment and um, the gameplay and the, the graphics look pretty good for it. It's It's only a mobile game, I'm pretty sure, isn't it? Yeah, it's probably the best mobile game we've actually played. Like, it's really solid. Yep. Okie dokie. Well, we'll get straight into it. Take you back to work day this week. Uh, congratulations to the winner, Ryan Howard, who uh, put up this lovely photo of the Insecticons invading his breaker box. Actually, I think it's more than that. It breaker like substation. Or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Substation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot of wires, a lot of energy on. Um, I hope there weren't any um, blackouts triggered by this photo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe he's in South Australia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that would be illegal, this kind of photo at the moment. <laughs> no, look, yeah, it'll just happen anyway, regardless of whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever happens here. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, I, when he posted in the group and then reposted in the... Uh, Take your bot to work day uh, feed. Someone said that uh, they weren't going to submit a picture because this was the winner already and uh, won in the landslide with 12 votes or 12 wow. likes. So 
Congratulations, Ryan. Your uh, this picture is going to go up on the website this week, and uh, you'll be in with a chance. Your name will be in the hat for the uh, end of year giveaway. Well done, Ryan. It's going to keep on running each week. Uh, keep an eye out Tuesday evening or Wednesday morning for uh, the Take Your Bot to Work Day posts. Yeah, and you'll get your name in to uh, win some stuff at the end of the year. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. That's very news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? First up on the news front, we have got a sneak peek, blurry, another blurry picture of the uh, Titans Return Triptychon box art from Hasbro. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Trying to distance distance itself away from the uh, reissue box art a little bit. Yeah. Pretty much showing the same thing. Be sure to sort of differentiate because as soon as I saw this, I was like, isn't this the Triptychon reissue we got a couple of years ago? And I was like, no, because it's got Titan's Return on the bottom. But then again, you know, they're meant to represent the same or very similar character. So Yeah, totally. And, I- and we're, that's the thing with Triptychon, whereas Metroplex and Fort Max were pretty big departures and modern updates. This guy's just basically the G1 toy with more articulation. Exactly, yeah. And that extra and- detail. And I was looking at the picture closer, and they actually do have some pretty cool product placements. <laughs> they got six shot on the end of his tail, and I think that's um, Sky Shadow underneath Triptychon's right arm. Yep. See? But that, yeah, that looks almost like an aerial really long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought it was an aerial when I first seen it, but again, it's not the best, best photo, it's... Uh... It's coming out when these figures are sort of out now, about to come out. It sort of makes sense <laughs> where they are in the line. Um, yeah. In the releases. I've, I love how they've drew, drawn a longer tail on him, even though he doesn't have it. Yeah. That's, I think the uh, thing with his tail is it's a reasonable length. It's just so stumpy at the end. Mm. Yeah, it just cuts off. But this this is all right. Uh, groovy guy, have you got uh, Triptychon on pre-order? Or have you sourced one? Uh, I haven't sourced one yet. I'm going to wait for him to be released and see what... Because um... so far it's just been uh, Triptychon himself, hasn't it? There's been no variants announced, no like Comic-Con versions or anything? No, only the Takara version, which I'm pretty sure isn't much different. Yeah, I think it's a bit just darker like a, a darker plastic, a darker grey and a bit more teal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to wait to see, wait for release, and then uh, go with go with price, and then go with whatever looks a bit more, I don't know, realistic. But then how, how can you get realistic with a city-sized dinosaur? Yeah, you're waiting for the uh, chromed purple SDCC version, aren't you? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't put that thought into my head. If that was purple, purple and teal chrome on there... If I if I had if I had a, that in in Chrome on my display, I'll look at it every day and just say, "You're going to fall apart now, aren't you?" Aren't you? Every day, every day you walk past <laughs> and just pick up a flake of Chrome and put it put it in a keepsake tin. <laughs> yeah, it slowly yeah. disintegrates. But you just never open it and just keep it in a vacuum sealed. <laughs> 
I was a bit alarmed when I saw this character arc because he's jumping out of the card. Mm. Well, yeah, there's, that's what I thought it was supposed to be the card that comes with him, but then he's outside of the card, so it wouldn't be a square card anymore. No. Unless, unless there's all that white around it. Unless they're just, oh, yeah, that'll be a bit ugly. Unless they're going for, like, something outside of the box or maybe it's going to be a 3D image. But or a poster think, or something like that. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Could... Well, the box is big enough. I could have a poster on the inside, not even folded. Yeah. Because that's, well, that's one thing we've been talking about is, is how is this guy going to come in his box? We know Metroplex and Fort Max stood up with an arm missing. It's been the box, This is, but this has got to be... He's got to be sideways in his box. You can't take an. You might be able to take the back leg off to make the box a little bit narrower, but you've still got the um, the width and the height. I think it might be. Um, yeah, it's very gonna be a similar, lot wider. Very similar. Might have, might have a tail Maybe. taken off. Yeah, it could just be the biped, and you just need to put the tail on to make it a tripod. Oh, he stands up. Stands yeah. up in there. Yeah. Uh, I think August. August is the release date. Doesn't say there. I'm pretty sure it's August, but uh, they're reporting here at TFW that that is Sky Shadow on six shot in the uh, image. So oh, yeah. that six mm. shot looks like it's just literally the stock image just shrunk and put behind a tail. Yeah, it looks like it's most just likely. Off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not drawn to interact in the scene. Yeah, like he's just been place there but i'm looking forward to uh getting this figure and probably going to be doing a sticker video on him like i did with fort max last year because mm-hmm. the stickers are just insane <laughs> and then i'll watch that video so i know how to put the stickers on <laughs> yeah <laughs> i still haven't stickered my fort max up that's just it'll take so long even something like generations robuster takes Around about it's an hour for me. So, yeah. Oh, my, my doing something like took that me, took me probably about two hours. And Christ. that was just, I had it set up here with me and I was just listening to podcasts and stuff. And I was um, checking the, checking his instructions and I was also using uh, online images as a better reference guide. I was just pe- able to piece together a few bits and bobs and I'm uh, quite happy with how it turned out. Yeah, well, I, I held off from um, from sticker and Metroplex because I always wanted to um, sort of do some custom work on it just to darken it up a bit before the stickers went on. But it's always something to uh, always something to look forward to sitting down for a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> and putting stickers on your bot. <laughs> Lock yourself in a room. I'm going to be doing some stickers. <laughs> mm. From pitch of a bot to a uh, upcoming bot that's in hand. I believe he's hitting in the Philippines. The last night Megatron Voyager class. Lots of detail. All really with that one dark grey colour. He's, he's uh, got a few little black and red highlights and then a bit of gold on the main body. So yeah. he's, he's definitely one of the more painted ones we've seen. As I know, we're looking at... Um, Bumblebee and Berserker and just remarking about how little paint they had. Seems like, at least on the Voyages, they've given a, a bit more. Yeah, and the, definitely the mould details there um, and the head detail as well. Yeah, this Megatron and then the leader one as well are looking like two of the best toys from the line. Is mm. 
very subtle. I wonder if the wonder if the head gimmick works on this with the uh, face, the tusks. I maybe I don't think they do seem to be sort of separate pieces to the rest of the head. So I'd imagine mm. it would do it. It just probably wouldn't look as clean as it does on the leader one. Yeah, I wonder if you get a bit of red light piping too coming through those clear bits on his head. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Sort of those, no, they, they those two be, big um, stripes across the top. They look to be, it looks like red plastic with like a clear, uh, so solid red plastic with clear plastic on top of it. Oh, okay. It looks like it anyway from this shot. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd hope it would be all clear pla- clear red plastic because on his in his jet mode the cockpit has clear clear red plastic in it as well so they've got that part of the mold there the picture you're looking at that's the underside of the jet yeah which doesn't look too too bad considering what most jet modes the robot kibble they have underneath them like you look at any of the yeah. jets we've got previously he's got visible um, face syndrome I mean, yeah. you, you should be able to solve that around, if not, and there's a leader coming out. So. Well, it's on a it's on a ball joint, so you should, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just sort of a clearance thing. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, the tusks might not point backwards. Yeah. Um, it's a nice-looking jet for what it is. Yeah, whatever the case, it looks really solid from the top down. Yeah, it does look good. Uh, now, it was only it was only the Voyager that come with the uh, flame add-ons to go at the back, wasn't it? Uh, the leader. Yeah. The Voyager Which doesn't mean, have it. I don't really mind because I guess they've got to come up with some way to differentiate between the two because they're mm. pretty much just the same thing except the leader's a bit slimmer and has ankle tilts, at least from what I can tell from these early shots. Yeah, so my only issue is having they're the both feet really subtle the wings. Yeah, it's a Voyager. Yeah. And I just see lockdown every time I see that head. <laughs> AOE lockdown. I mean, it is a movie Decepticon. They all look pretty similar. He's got a um, Decepticon shirt. It's Decepticon symbol on his shoulder. Oh, yeah. oh, that's quite good because I know they often just leave them out on the movie designs. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like just guess which is good and which one's bad. Interesting, he's not symmetrical. Yeah, I, he's got I didn't notice that until the last there. trailer. It, oh, it's like that in the film as well? Yeah, he's got sort of different armour on each shoulder. Yeah. Because sort of he's almost got that shoulder. Yeah, that shoulder armour where the Decepticon symbol is, like your jousting. Jousting armour's yeah. got more, a lot more on the one side. Yeah, I like it in opponent. the robot mode. It look, it sort of throws, throws the bottom of a vehicle mode off a bit though mm. but as sort of a robot mode aesthetic that works really well it's just a good looking bot sitting there with that massive sword club <laughs> yeah Gilotine. I don't know what that weapon is but it's awesome has anyone been able to spot that works. in the alt mode pictures like I assume that would sort of go into the alt mode I'm guessing it's, it pegs got, there yeah he's got a peg down the bottom uh, it's just yeah. I'm it, I'm not sure if that's going to be a five mil peg or if it'll be a peg for a Tamashi stage. I was going to say the flight stand. Yeah, because um, they started putting in the AOE line, pretty much every figure had one of those pegs at least somewhere on it. So Yeah, unless, and then unless the, thing the sword was, sort of transforms it inside it. But... Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, 
maybe it, I can't really see anywhere it would peg on. But, um, hopefully well, you can't even see that pegs under it. Like, you don't even know if there's a five mil peg underneath the hilt. Yeah. So it can be pegged onto something. And there's only a couple of photos of the sword anyway. Yeah. I do appreciate that they've finally given a proper fusion cannon too. <laughs> it, it does look a bit sort of uh, dull though, doesn't it? In On this figure, it just looks like they've taken a handheld gun and put it onto his arm. It doesn't look like a huge jutting out fusion cannon like it has in other Megatrons. It doesn't help when it's got a hinge joint halfway down the barrel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that throws it off a bit. Hmm. I'm thinking you see that in the uh, alt mode, actually, because you see a few thrusters and it looks like just to transform it, you just flip it up onto his arm and then it's his arm cannon. Hmm. Where you got where you had the uh, hand icon just then. Yeah, just that little sort of uh, rocket thruster bit. That looks oh, like yeah. it could be part of... Yeah, that looks like part of the fusion cannon. Uh... No, I can't see those chrome intakes anywhere. Yeah, it's tucked looks, up he, on his back somewhere. It's probably yeah, it's probably very, somewhere very, in the backpack. He does look very very mean though. Oh hello, who's that? Someone selling Barbie dolls. <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving right <laughs> along. All right, so that's that's Megatron. I think it'd be a good Voyager to have on your uh, on your shelf if you can't afford the big guy. I think he looks um, legit sinister. Hmm. Probably yes, the best Megatron okay. design so far. Yeah. I hope he kills something. Just kill something. <laughs> Up next, we got uh, Wave 2 Hound, Voyager Hound. A um, little bit different to what we got in the uh, Age Extinction line. A lot more of a duller, I'd say, Army, gr- Army Green, uh, Olive Green, where the original one was uh, a lot darker and glossier green. They've uh, added some colour to his bullet bullet clips on his uh, wrists, missile pods on his biceps. Um, and they've given him lots and lots of little compartments on his belt, on his hmm. waist belt. Oh, and a backpack. Yeah. This, this he, looks he's so definitely much, more accurate. This looks so much more like, like a that. toy than Megatron did. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, well, Megatron sort of almost looks like a one of them shampoo bottles, just a non-transforming. <laughs> Pull his head off and put bubble bath in there. <laughs> yep. I do like nice. the um, the alt mode. That looks cool, but the wheels look like they won't turn. Yeah, or turn and get stuck. Yeah, yeah get I a flat spot. I think it was the Weijang one where they sort of upgraded the AOE Voyager. They made it so that the wheels would turn into feet but then they could still turn. So it'll be interesting to see if I can implement the same sort of stuff. That rear wheel, that looks like that will turn because it looks like it's got a pin going through it to spin, but... Well, there you got got um, that segment directly at the front there. Yeah. And then here it's up the back there or down there, so the wheel has moved. The wheel detailing looks really weird. It just looks like one big tire with no hubcap. Yeah. <laughs> and they've painted the tread greenish as well to sort of match, instead of leaving it black or going brown to signify he's been driving over mud. But um, Looks like he's been driving over himself. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they couldn't afford to get in a different colour paint. <laughs> the ammo belt's on the back of the cab there, so his hands obviously fold up into his cab. Um, interesting, he's got the big guns. Yeah, the big guns, guns on the they, back. They look like they uh, to be the backpack. Big rail guns. You'll probably yeah. be able to remove those and just have him wield them, though. Yeah, it looks like a five millimeter peg. Yeah, there. it looks like a peg there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can appreciate that they've kept in with maybe not the same ridiculous amount of weapons as the last Voyager. He's still got <laughs> quite a few. Or just two bigger ones. Yeah. Well, actually, it looks yeah. like they come apart because that's the free barrel Vulcan minigun in the middle of them. Yeah. So you got the two two yeah. miniguns there. So I'm guessing they all just peg together to make a four. So you may have four individual handheld guns which can be clipped together to make different combinations. Yeah, and then make up the rear. Yeah. The rear tripod gun. Interesting. The only real issue I'm seeing with a figure is if you look at this shot of its where it's just his feet, it doesn't look like he really has any heels. No. No, it's all sitting on those tires. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how well he can stand. Yeah, it's sort of bringing me back to um, Generation Skids. It is, has a similar similar design where the heel, the tire rotates down, becomes the the majority of the foot, and it just doesn't stand at all. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but that one's even got ankle tilts, but it's just not having any sort of solid standing base means that even decent foot articulation can't save it. Maybe the. Um... You know, you see on his legs, he's got the, the canopy split apart. Maybe you can slide those bits of the canopy down for uh, extra heel support should you yeah. need it. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, push him down a bit. All right. That is um, that is Hound. He uh, waved too, so he won't be out until uh, mid-year. Quick question. Is this the same vehicle mode? Uh, or if not the sa- exact same, just the same base truck as Dark and Moon Megatron? No. no. Okay. <laughs> simply simply <laughs> answered. Sit down. Just down by it. <laughs> Rightio. Now, this has me stumped. Uh, Takara this week announced uh, or shown off photos of the uh, MP36 Masterpiece Megatron coin. Um, yeah, okay. So we're back flipping on that. Yeah, shouldn't this have been announced when the figure was announced? Shouldn't this have been a little Einhide or something? Or a little Starscream? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, this is the this is way out of left field. Because <laughs> uh, they'll still I mean, it, they'll still do the coin nice. Yeah, they'll still do the coin releases for the Unite Warriors stuff, but I'm pretty sure now that Megatronia is out, that's that's how you know where he's done. The uh, but... ruination they did just hit, so that line's pretty much dead in the water. Mm. Yeah, I think ruination was said to be the last Combiner Wars box set, and that was the only thing holding the the torch gown for the coins. Everything Takara since Ironhide. No, Ironhide had a coin. Ratchet had a coin. Soundwave had a coin. <laughs> Uh, Post Soundwave, primal, the... primal Megatron, Cheetor, 
I've think got Cheetal there. I haven't opened it. I don't think okay. it's got anything. Nah. I don't think it come with any exclusive at all. Nah. Yeah, I think they sort of just started the diecast thing and ended it as soon as it began. I think Cheetor, some issues of Cheetor might have come with a diecast Optimus Primal, but don't Oh, that's on right. That. It was supposed no. to be, yeah. It was supposed to come with Primal. Um, no. Inferno had Prime, and then the new Hasbro Soundwave has a diecast mini Soundwave. Yeah, didn't uh, did Grapple have um, Ultra Magnus? Uh, I'm not sure. No. Have a look. I don't recall. So it's not anything. Yeah, so it's not. Um, it's not really going back as far as I first thought. It just sort of had um, Hot Rod, Hot Rod, and uh, Shockwave both had coins. Um, yeah, it just sort of started and ended. <laughs> well, yeah, at least definitely, at least with uh, Primal had the little mace or the mutant, yeah, the little the little skull thingy, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they went, they tried a couple of things, and I don't know if they've uh, they've had some negative feedback about it or what, but here we are, possibly <laughs> four coins. figures in, and and they're going back to coins, so. Maybe they couldn't think uh, of anything was just... to come with Megatron. Well, yeah, you could do a little Star Scream or something because they've done all the Seekers, so they're not going to be able to release a little Seeker with any of the big Seekers anymore until they do version three. But yeah, <laughs> it's coming. Don't you worry. <laughs> version version three Seekers and Prime are coming. <laughs> too many, too many characters using that same mold. They're not going to give it up. Oh, they'll do something this time. They'll make it so that they can remold it up the wazoo. Oh, wow. And it won't fall apart like it has. <laughs> Max, um, you found something? Yeah, you're right about Grapple. Here comes with an Ultra Magnus. Okay, it was okay. Grapple. So does anyone collect these coins? Do you guys collect them? Uh, I know no. there's some of a market, but I just sold mine off uh, as soon as I got them. Yeah, I got. I think the last coin I got was with you, Night Warriors Devastator. I didn't even know he had a coin, and I saw it. It's like, what's this? So I opened it up. It's like, oh, there's a coin in there. Yeah, <laughs> I think I just put it put it in my uh, instructions box with the uh, instructions and such. Mm. They're fairly they're fairly easy to sell for ten ten fifteen bucks, depending on the figure. Like whenever we got left spare ones, I um they're pretty easy to sell it in the supernova and that. Um, and you sort oh, of there's always you, someone who wants them. Yeah. yeah, and you get two two different types of collectors. You get those that want it in the in the package as it is in the photo here to uh, display all and take up a shelf. And then you got the others that completely destroy the packaging to get it out, just so you got the coins <laughs> all lined up one after the other. So each to their own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you got uh, Have you got Megatron? Ordered Groovy Guy? Uh, no, I did have the original Megatron, but I, I had him in the upgrade kit and I sold them on because I was moving away from Masterpiece. This this Megatron uh, does interest me. I don't know how he scales in comparison to Classics because MP10 Prime is a good scale for a leader, but I don't know about Megatron. Because they're just mm-hmm. pretty much um, leader class scale, yeah? No, it must be a little smaller. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it and then depends. I saw that there was that this Megatron may be having some QC issues, unless there was just like a one-off article about the uh, barrel snapping off. I think the only thing that's been really universal is that putting the silencer on the gun mode will like scratch the paint off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then other than that, there's been a few reports of people breaking him during transformation. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I guess the only real takeaway from that is don't use the silencer and just be careful <laughs> when you transform him. Yeah. yeah. Take it slow. Watch a review. Well, that, that's why I don't do um, transformations in my video reviews because I transform my toys very slowly. Yeah. Slowly and carefully. Yeah. And with the amount that you pay for this frigging thing, like you're going to be one of treating it with yeah. very soft hands. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, had, I had the original masterpiece, and you could see where, you know, the very small hinge that it could snap, and you would just want to be very, very careful with it. But I, yeah, I'm not too familiar with this mold as of yet. Mm. Yeah, it's starting to get in. I've seen some posts today of people starting to get in their mailboxes, so it is getting in and getting through customs. Um, so we shouldn't have any problems. Just so I just keep on. I just keep on saying a G-Shock watch. When I see this, <laughs> uh, these, these coins remind me of like 1990 or something when Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles first came out, and the Sunday papers had uh, collectible coins. <laughs> That's what these remind me of. I don't know if anyone else remembers those collectible coins, but there'll be some listening to. Yeah, they were cool. These ones are just overpriced. <laughs> <laughs> But to each their own, to each their own. Yeah, that's it. Moving away from figure news and into some movie news quickly. Um, Michael Bay's come out this week and... uh... Other closet. (laughs) (laughs) You said said he's come out. I I apologise. I shouldn't have... Out of of all people to do that, you think it's going to be Michael Bay? (laughs) I, I, I I know he listens. Mr. Bay, don't take it personally. He's groovy. He's not funny. I'll just sit down here then. <laughs> uh, we're, of course, talking about the Bumblebee movie. Yes, which... not about the 14 that have been planned. Uh, um, <laughs> they've uh, they've been uh, talking a bit more about it online, um, that it's going to be a little bit darker, a little bit lighter for younger audiences. Um, it's definitely a prequel. He's going to die. Um, it's going to get the next movie. It's going to be well, fantastic. Well, if, if the next one's a prequel, then Bumblebee doesn't need to survive the last night. That's all I'll say exactly. there. Exactly. And it's um, going to be a lighter tone because everyone's going to be so upset that he died in this one. Yeah. When <laughs> I heard it was going to be a prequel, I was hoping for warring Cybertron. Um, by the sounds of this, yeah. it's going to be when he first arrives on Earth and befriends someone. It, and honestly... And, Apparently, it's going Sounds to be like... Anthony Hopkins' character. Like okay. a young version um, of him. It sounds like it's... Um, it could be like a Rogue One sort of thing. You know, this movie could end where the first Transformers movie picks up. I don't see what the point of it is, though. What... Did something happen to, to Bumblebee when he was on money. Earth? Yeah, no, no, but the <laughs> plot, like, what... What, what what was B doing that was so important before he met Sam in 07? 
Well, I mean, in the you know the blurb at the beginning of the movie, Optimus Prime says, "Message reached just of a new discovery on an unknown planet called Earth." So that could be Bumblebee's story. He discovers whatever the heck it is that he discovers. He so does he it could... in the first movie, though. He does it and sends the message <laughs> in the space while... <laughs> well, maybe, he sen- maybe he sends another message. <laughs> maybe he just says, hey, I could have discovered something here. And then in the first movie, then, you know, that's just a confirmation saying, hey, come here. <laughs> He's pleased. You know, it could be like Rogue One, because, you know, at the final act of Rogue One, they have to, like, transmit three different things. Yeah. So you got to transmit to the person to say that we... They got transmit the thing to transmit the thing so he has to he has know, to shine what's his, happening here he has to shine his autobot symbol onto two other clouds and then you know the one you see in the first movie that's that's the third one that's what completes the trifecta <laughs> <laughs> and then for no real reason you'll get it like a really cgi young version of optimus prime saying he sent us hope <laughs> he has to duck under the blades make a leap of faith and choose the right holy grail yes we get a cut scene to uh, Cybertron and Perceptor's there telling Prime that Bumblebee's on the line again. Prime just rubs his head and goes, we shouldn't have given him a telephone. <laughs> <laughs> just when he gets back, I'm cutting out his voice box. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him I'm busy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's it's going to be set on Earth. Um, interesting. I haven't got in the news. We'll probably talk about next week. That uh, That little snippet. Last night to come up today about uh, Transformers have been here before and we, uh, we've we hit them for 2,000 years. I'm pretty sure I've seen Bumblebee in that clip. Yeah, I think he was in World War Two. Yeah, so, which, which but, again, yeah, how... Something that I was taken away from this is the Volkswagen Beetle started production in 1938. So maybe we see a more G1 Bumblebee design. Yeah, we could have. We could. Or maybe it turns out he is Herbie the Love Bug. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Then all those movies would be dreadful as well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So more of this will come out. We've got the last night to look forward to for this year. Um, This, uh, where are we, April? This can't be too far from starting uh, filming. Because it's going to be out summer next year, so because um, yeah. these things are coming every year now. Oh god! <laughs> Hooray! What'll be next? Like it'll be like an Orion Pax movie. I'll be up for that, but again, those that a movie like that has to be set completely on Cybertron. It's got to be full CG. So there goes the budget. That uh, also oh, no, yeah. there goes the human cast, so there'll be a uh, step in the right direction. Well, exactly, that's the thing. It's got to be all CG because it's all going to be on Cybertron. I mean, <laughs> they, they might just sort of tone the CG down a bit, and it, I, don't, I think it might not look as unrealistic because the thing of the movies is the CG. It'll it only ever really looks bad when the CG robots are interacting with like a real environment, and yeah. the guy who's the guy who's directing this movie, uh, Travis Knight, he um, he's only done animation before, so you know, it, it wouldn't surprise me a, if, uh, if this was at least in some part largely CG. Here's a suggestion. 
Mm-hmm. Do a, do a, just do an animated movie, but do it in the same sort of. You mean just design. re-release the '86 film? No, no. You have to <laughs> fall asleep after the first act. Um, sort of do it, do it, do it like Prime. Transformers Prime, but uh, with the movie bots. Yeah. And a little bit more money so you can get the detail into the backgrounds and it's just not brown mountains everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's enough about movie talk. (laughs) Max, you've got some comic news for us to talk about. Indeed I do. So, there have been no new releases this week, uh, even though there's three current ongoing series. So, pick up your game, IDW. But... Thanks, we... thanks for that, Max. That's the comic news for this week. <laughs> yep, moving on very quickly. <laughs> we do have some news of a new crossover series coming in July called Rom vs. Transformers Shining Armor. This is a prequel comic set about 200 years before the IDW continuity. Um, it centers around a character called Star Drive, who's a Cybertronian raised by the Soul Star Order who are the guys who Rom's allied with. Uh, and the plot's basically Starscream finds out about Star Drive and conflict ensues. Uh, from the preview art we've seen, it also looks like it's going to feature the Galactic Council from more of a Mitzi Eye slash Lost Light. Uh, and the series going to be written by... People. <laughs> uh, yeah, those guys. They're Transformer-sized. So, actually, I think that guy's taller than Ultra Magnus, usually. Mm. Odd. Continue. So, and then the series is going to be written by John Barber and Christos Gage with art by Alex Milne, who is the former artist on More Than Meets the Eye. Mm. Does that fix it? Fix it. Uh, in, the mm. middle, in the red. It looks like fix it. I'm going to, I'll look anyway. at some I'm on. Yeah. And Continue. then after, the only other bit of comment news is from Baracon.com, it is an interview with James Roberts, who is the current author of Lost Light. Um, but basic points from this are that Roberts states that he plans all of his plot lines years in advance. Uh, the only real difference between Wolver Meets the Eye and Lost Light is the art style. Uh, Lost Light isn't going to be tied to the Hasbro shared universe. Um, so it's part of the same universe, but he's not going to have writing constraints surrounding that as you would have seen sort of the Optimus Prime and uh, Tallulah One series uh, with Revolution. Uh, but he's teased that it will in, may involve uh, Micronauts and Rom in the future. The next plot line after the current ones in the Functionist universe will focus on what Roberts calls a small group of characters going to an oft-mentioned location that has never been vis- visited before. So make about what you will. Afterwards, the story's going to change pace and focus on Getaway and the Lost Light Mutineers. And he finishes by saying that Lost Light will be over the next year addressing unanswered plot threads from more than meets the eye. Huh. Okie dokie. Who's the... Is this a Nemesis Rodimus on the... Uh, uh, no. This is just Rodimus decided to become religious, so Drift painted him. Goff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goff Rod... <laughs> <laughs> I do like his, how he's got tail fins on his knees. 
Oh, yeah, that's, that's for, all the better for kneeling people in the stomach with it. Yeah, and the best part is those knees are pretty much the only part of a design, but of any hot rod design, but it's carrying over into the new movie. <laughs> well, they're the same same sort of design in the end of his guns too. It'd be just good for him to reach down to his knees and just pull them out of his shins and have them as his guns, gun storage. <laughs> oh, he can throw them as, um, instead of sure. batarangs, he'd have rotarangs. <laughs> uh, all right, that's all you got for the uh, comics? That's all we have this week. It's, yeah, it's usually not as much, not nearly as much comic news. Um, I mean, you get cover reveals and whatnot, but no one really wants to talk about us you know, describing a picture. <laughs> has there been has there been any uh, hints or um, talk about there being any movie tying comics for the last night? No, it's probably. It looks like it's just going to be the same sort of deal as was it was with Age of Extinction because I know for the first three movies. IDW mm. did a whole bunch of different series, you know, prequels, sequels, adaptations. Uh, then for Age of Extinction, there was pretty much nothing. Um, yeah, they must have sold them off to go and buy them all over again. Yeah, and I think there's like, you know, in a few newsagent magazines that have some little short stories, like there was one about how Drift became an Autobot, stuff like that, but nothing really major. Didn't, didn't read that one. <laughs> I read one um, synopsis, I think it was between Transformers and Revenge of the Fallen, where they brought Jazz back to life, but he was a zombie. <laughs> that would have been cool. <laughs> was that in the movie comic? Apparently. Oh, I might have to read that. That's, yeah. mm. That's all right, though. <laughs> all right, our last little piece tonight is the main discussion. Um We've got some uh, new slip cases here coming out for the... Uh, that did not do what I wanted it to do. <laughs> By the and blue now I've, new, now I've closed the news story. Ah, that went well. Um, <laughs> now we get to see all the news we just talked about. <laughs> yeah. So don't click on the links. So click on that. Um, <laughs> new slip cases for uh, the releases of the first four movies. Um Prime for the 07 movie, Revenge of the Fallen, Megatron for the second, Bumblebee for the Dark of the Moon, and T-Rex or Grimlock's head in dinosaur <laughs> mode for uh, Age of Extinction, even though he shows up less than anyone for else in that two movie. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it sort of got me got me asking the question in the group, because uh, this isn't the first time they've done something, something for each release. Um, you sort of go back to G1, one of the, uh, I'm pretty sure it's of a Madman or Shout Factory when they done the complete G1 series. They made that steel tin uh, display piece. Um, plus they had all the different coloured cardboard sleeves with the uh, DVDs in them, each volume and that as well, sort of. And just asking if uh, any of the media or the movies from or the series from... Uh, Transformers end up in your collection as well as a display piece. Because um, we also got the, uh, the I think it was at the end of Dark of the Moon, we got the uh, seven-disc Michael Bay special edition set. Um, <laughs> seven-disc? Which I owned. And 
Um, Good coaster set, or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't know what I was trying to do, but um, it was a limited limited run thing. I think uh, my personal favourites the uh, transforming cases from uh, the first three movies. Um, never end up getting the uh, Megatron for Dark and the Moon because it was only released in Germany, but um, got the B in Prime for the first two. But um, Max. Do uh, do you have any Transformers media or series box sets, displays, anything like that in your uh, collection? Um, not really. I I have the '86 movie sort of on my DVD shelf. I don't really display any DVDs prominently of anything that matter. The only thing which I really any sort of media which I at least intend to display is some of the G1 comics. Like I've got. Uh, I've got picture frames set aside and at some point I'm intending to hang those up and have some of the older comics sort of up on the wall. Yeah. Other, other than that, it just doesn't really factor in. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting to see the uh, comics on the walls. That'd be, that'd be cool. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to try and get sort of a mix of older Transformers and X-Men going up there. So. Sweet. Groovy, groovy guy. What about your collection? Do you have uh, any G1 box sets or um, machine, beast machines hang prominently on your display? No. All the uh, releases I have, I'm afraid, are the, uh, the very boring box, no transforming artwork or anything. Uh, to be honest, I don't... I have not collected Age of Extinction on DVD. I saw it once in the cinema, and, I, and then when it came out on DVD, I was like, oh, that's interesting. But <laughs> uh, uh, these, these uh, four pictures we're looking at now, they all look like they're being eaten by Unicron. Yeah, very... I don't know what you call it, sort of ink bloody. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, a lot, a lot of sort of ink blots going up into the sky, like... Like they're them stupid Transformium bots and they're slowly <laughs> dissolving oh, yeah. away. I was thinking um, maybe they meant to have like a bit of continuity because you can see a bit of yellow in Grimlock's mouth. And there's also a bit of yellow on Bumblebee's head. I thought maybe it was meant to be a connecting art thing, but no, they all look to be very uh, standalone. Yeah, I can't can't uh, make it draw any lines between Prime and Megatron. Interesting too, they've got the. Uh, the half of Decepticon head and then the number for what movie they are in the series. Yeah. Every single, all four of them are all Decepticon one, two, three, and four. Which yeah, no water is interesting. Yeah. Unless maybe on the back it has, um, you know, the number and then the Autobot symbol. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Because um, I'm pretty sure we've seen both for Transformers 5. We've seen the Autobot symbol and the Decepticon symbol. In various marketing, so. Uh, uh, how about how about you, Brad? Do you have any of the uh, DVD collectible Transformer cases on display, or? Um, well, so I've got the the first two movie transformable cases, but they're transformed into DVD cases and in a DVD shelf. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, they're hiding away there in plain, plain sight. Um, <laughs> and I, I do have the. Uh, the uh, G1 
complete season or complete series tin and its box uh, sitting on top of my displays at the moment. So it is displayed. Um, cool. How do the um, transforming covers work? Because I've heard of them, but I've never actually seen them in person. Um, essentially, you've got the bot torso, which is round, well, as round as a disc. Um, yeah. On the back of that, it's just uh, flapped it opens, and the two discs are in there with those little pegs. Oh, yeah. Um, now, uh, on the sides of it, you got the two legs that sort of fold from the top down yep. to make the feet, and then the arms sort of just come out like that, yeah. and the head folds up off the back. So, um, yeah. Are they at all yeah. posable, or do you think it's just a gimmick? Oh, it's just a gimmick. Talk about yourselves. I'll grab one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've been left in the lurch. We have to fill dead air. Um, Hello, everyone. I hope you're enjoying the show. Let's sit back. This is, and a, this is the intimate. This is the intermission. <laughs> Let, let's sit back and listen to the relaxing sounds of silence. That was the relaxing sound Rummage. of silence. And now here is Brad Ostron Mole with a transforming DVD cover. Perhaps. Or not Brattles from all the Transformer DVD cover. Coming up soon, Brattles from all. Perhaps will return now. Or perhaps, DVD we'll have a, perhaps we'll have a DVD cover show up with a Transforming Brad Ostron Mole. You never know. <laughs> no, no um, he's back. Sounds like he's back. <laughs> there he is. Let me bring up the... Uh, the um, this is the you Revenge of the Fallen. You covering the dead air, did you? <laughs> Oh, I'll hear about it when I edit. <laughs> um, that's, oh, the <laughs> that's the That's the bubbly oh, yeah. one. Um, yeah. So it's based on the torso. That's pretty cool. Has been out of its box for a while. <laughs> that shows how often he watches it. <laughs> I don't know how to get that on. But essentially, you've got depends. the... Which the on the is back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Revenge of, Revenge, this is Revenge of the Fallen. Oh, yeah, like, that explains why you haven't watched it in a while. <laughs> no, I got them on. I got them digital. Um, <laughs> okay. And bait. This is foot. Oh, there's um. Oh, there it is. Foot comes down like that. Oh, oh man, who uh, needs that masterpiece, Bumblebee? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, then his arms just sort of come out from the side, and that's. Oh, no. Oh, he's got feet that come out. Feet, <laughs> feet come out as well for him to stand, but it's just basically a big bumblebee standee. That's and how bumblebee will look at, at the end of the last <laughs> night, dead and flat. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler warning! <laughs> oh, oh, oh! It's not transformed. I lost it. Where is it? Oh no! <laughs> oh. The studio couldn't afford to oh, render more than two dimensions. I just body fist mashed the keyboard, so if we've lost you, then we're gone. <laughs> no, it's still staying live. <laughs> Bumblebee, yeah. Yeah, so that's that, that's the prime. Prime's exactly the same, and uh, in Germany they released a. Um, a Megatron for Dark of the Moon that never come anywhere else. So, 
Um, it's nearly impossible. To, or last time I looked, it was impossible to find, but they weren't even on eBay. But, um, yeah. That's just just something to have the free bot stand there with the uh, with the DVDs. So yeah, yeah. Um, and then we asked on the group. Um, yeah, I'm not presenting. Uh, where is it there? Um, not a lot of people actually have their uh, have any DVDs out on display. Um, I think Alan Jones he wins it for the day that uh, he's got a box set that makes it looks like the Matrix of Leadership. So uh, that's out on his display. I've never seen that box set before. The G1 cartoon in a uh, in a type of Matrix display. So I'm gonna have to Google that later. It's probably just a one-off pre-order bonus or something like that. Yeah, and it's probably expensive. Yeah. yeah. I suppose a lot of the lack of people displaying it like this is also just because the market's really moved away from DVDs. Like, I know most people just don't really buy them anymore. Well, it's not, it's not DVD, it's Blu-ray now, but, um, but even that, like digital, I had... For instance, Rogue One pre-ordered on iTunes the day it came out. Um, and I won't be buying... Oh, I might get it on Blu-ray, but I won't be rushing out to do that. It'll be further on down a year later or something when it's on sale or something like that. So um, I've moved more towards digital where I've got... I used to go out and buy a DVD every week just to build the collection and now it's sitting there taking up space. It looks good to see, but... <laughs> um, all the all the movies I've I've ripped onto the computer, so they're all digital now. So okay, cool. And if a new if a new film's out, I go down to the corner store, I rent it for five dollars, rip it, and take it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh I've rented it. I want my copy of it. <laughs> no, your corner uh, store won't let you in anymore. <laughs> no, nah, they don't do that when you don't take it back on time. Okay. <laughs> they, just need, they just need to get some better films in there. Anyway, that's uh, that's off topic. So, um, yeah, any listeners want to chime in, feedback, um, transformersocia.gmail.com. If, uh, if DVDs or other media sort of stuff goes in with your display, um, and we can, uh, we can bring that up next week. All right, new acquisitions. I'm, uh, as I said, I got Cheetor this week. I have not opened it yet, so I'll save it for next week. Uh, Groovy guy, what's uh, yes, what cometh by shopping bag this week? <laughs> uh, leader class Sky Shadow. I got him. Uh, oh, yes, sexy thing. A couple of weeks ago. Are you talking to me or are you talking to him? Uh, got him I'll leave it up to you. Oh. <laughs> You're such a comfort. Guys. <laughs> I'm groovy guy. Um, I got him a few weeks ago uh, due to the generosity of a fellow Transformers <laughs> Club member. He brought him over from Melbourne. So thank you to Michael. And the the highest selling point for me for this Titans class figure is the fact that you can keep the Titan Master on during transformation. Um. So all that happens to the head during transformation is he goes backwards, uh, chest comes up, and then goes in. So you can keep the Titan Master. 
be snug in there. Yeah. Don't have to take him out. Don't have to go for that lame gimmick that they seem to be trying to push on to does, everyone. Does the cockpit open for the Titan Master to go in there? Cockpit opens, yep. Yeah. And you also got a uh, little command module here for the tank mode. Oh, yep. So you can go into either either. Oh, and he's also got a, uh, similar to his uh, Generations release a few years ago, the Deluxe. Uh, he's got a little drone section which attaches to the cockpit and you can have someone sit in there as well mm-hmm. um, if you want them to mimic being at a bobsled team or something, I guess. Um, <laughs> Cybertron's got a bobsled team. <laughs> Yeah, man, we got a bobsled team. Um, one lame thing that's not referenced to in the instructions uh, for very good reason is you can attach these two weapons uh, if you so wish. Um, <laughs> it doesn't even hold very Just. well. Yeah. So that's how it holds together. And he's meant to hold it from this. And if you put it in like that, it <laughs> doesn't even work very well. <laughs> can, his, can his arms come? Can his arms come together enough to have one of the pegs in each hand while it's together? So like he's um, doing the across the face Yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah, maybe one Tron. Yeah, but the um, the connection for these two is just so lame. There's no point trying to really implement it particularly well. So super for, glue. <laughs> Man, that, that is a shame. Well, it, if you super glue it, uh, oh yeah, he would just have a really big gun hanging off his cockpit. That could work. That's what she said. <laughs> I thought I was going to be kicked for making all the sexual comments, but no, they're running rife without me. Um, uh, I, did, I do have a video. Yeah. You're right, go. Go. Um, I do have a video review for this guy on my channel. Um, in the video, I did have him mistransformed. I had him like this, which I think looks good. Uh, this is how he appeared in the cartoon. He only appeared once in uh, Victory. But the official mode, you have to have the cockpit up like that. And I'm just getting tired of having jet bots with, you know, looking like they're just a plane running around, you know? Yeah, it's just more it's just yeah, the lazy down, fold the wings. <laughs> yeah, so he's staying like this on my shelf. Um, another sticky point when you're trying to transform him is one of the steps has you uh, extending and shrinking back the arms, which is a bit tricky to do. So I don't know. I mean, I, I like I said before, Yeah, I'm I. Especially on the masterpiece and third party stuff, because <laughs> you just you just think you're just gonna you think you're just gonna explode the joint. Yeah. So, I mean, and the instructions just say you know step one grab step two and he's <laughs> out. But, yeah, but you kind of like yeah, but yeah, uh, guns display pretty well, and for some reason. These um, black bits on his shoulders, they're very, very l- loose. Like, they really want to pop off, but they haven't done so yet. They just, like, they move. I don't know if that's coming up on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It just sort of, 
Does that transform at all? No. Uh, transformation oh. for the arms is just down there that, like that. Popped up. And then the wing goes on like that. So hmm. these are not involved in the transformation at all. Very no, good one. sucks. Yeah. But um, he is a very good figure. If you're on the fence about him uh, because of the whole Titan Master gimmick, he does transform without removing the Titan Master. And yeah, that's the, really good. Like, And I think it's the same deal with Six Shot as well, so... Yeah, six shot is also the same. But when I was looking at this guy, I was like, this is very reminiscent of an old Monty Python's Flying Circus sketch. But I don't know how many of our listeners are familiar with Monty Python's Flying Circus. Oh, I am. I just want to know how. Well, there was one episode where they were doing a presentation on Tchaikovsky. And they're like, well, here you see a three-stage model of Tchaikovsky. Here you see the legs used for walking around, which can be jettisoned at night. (laughs) <laughs> and here you see the battery which uses to power the whole thing consisting many different features including the naughty bits which were extremely naughty for his time all, the, all this is subservient to this small command module the whole head of the word as a whole thing uh, Brad over to you <laughs> so, wow yeah, full review uh, of this guy including a brief very brief look at the uh, base mode uh, is available on my channel. Uh, possibly a link in the description, Brad. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Now, how <laughs> how did that come apart? <laughs> how? Why? Um, what, what's the go there? Um, because uh, this part is his tank mode, and that part oh, is his jet mode. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yep, yep. I got. Yeah, let's connect to port. Okay. Is it? Is it? Does he separate sort of at the waist or at the thigh? Hips uh, at the waist. Yeah, so oh, okay, that's good. see him there, and he's got that bit. And then you got the, uh, this is all the tank. And then that bit just sort of goes up. Yes, this is a sex ed video for Transformers. See, that's really but dumb. I mean, they could have added in a waist swivel if I just made that uh, circular peg. Hmm. Yeah, there is no way so to... But, I mean, that... I mean, it slides in and out easily. Um, Brad stopped snickering already. And <laughs> uh, there's no... I mean, that's not yeah. going to be popping out. It's not going to be sliding out. Yeah. So he's very well done. He's very well made. And he's... Uh, if you have the Generations Deluxe version from, I think, five or six years ago, this guy's a very good update. And he's very reminiscent of his G1 appearance. And I believe, actually, no, he's not reminiscent of his G1 toy because he was a uh, pretender, I think. But yeah, very worthwhile a... addition to your collection. Mm-hmm. Rodeo, Max. Oh, that's all you got. That's all you got this week, Ruby Guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, too easy. Max, what have you so got, sir? I've been an MMC. So, um, and then Tim Spirek in the BST group started putting up a whole bunch of his MMC figures. So I'm like, right, I'll get on this. <laughs> and you bit. Oh yeah, I, I bit. Uh, start. Huh? <laughs> Hook, uh, line, and Sisahinka. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I know, I know. And I, I do it, I do it proudly. 
Radio. <laughs> Let's and see. MMC uh, Arnicus, sort of their version of Kaon from More Than Meets the Eye, which is Fudge. He's from. He's one of the DJD characters. So, if you have, looks like a Megazord. Which, looks like Iron yeah, Man. He, <laughs> he's got similar colours to Iron Man. He turns into an electric chair. So, that's probably. Oh, why he looks uh, a bit that's that one. Okay, very nice. Yeah. And he's he's from. He's not like the best MMC figure. Like his, I think sort of his foot articulation limits him a bit because he's always sort of leaning backwards. But in terms of just They're sheer very big quality, yeah, like he just because they can't hinge forward or backward, okay. he's always like just slightly sloping back. So I'm not sure how it's going to. I can just put that there. It's, I'm not sure how that's rocky. showing up on camera, but rocky, he, rocky, rocky. He, he always tilt. He, he's always tilting back just a tad. But mm. in terms of just sheer solidity, this thing is built like a brick shit house. It's fantastic. Um, and then they've given him all kinds of different little bits of articulation. Like he's got a freaking ball jointed torso in there and whatnot. Wow, that looks cool. And just show off a little bit of a transformation. So you see this backpack here. This folds up to become pretty much the entire chair. So I was saying entire chair. Entire chair. Entire chair. Yeah. <laughs> so that all basically comes out like so. If I can actually get this to work. That, that is one thing of MC figures. Sometimes they can be too solid. But yeah, all that comes out from just that little backpack. Looks like Masterpiece Megatron's foot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, his alt mode is turns into a masterpiece figure. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is better than a masterpiece, as far as I'm concerned. They like, even though this guy is probably the weakest out of the DJD figures they've done, that doesn't mean he's bad in the slightest. He's really, really good. Not perfect, but just oh. an insanely solid figure. Yeah, if, it's, if you it's want to good to about, see some of them comic figures are coming out. But if you want to talk about things that are perfect, Uh-oh. oh, here we go. This is MMC Spartan, which is their version of Impactor. Uh, you have to he's say in this mode at the is moment. Spartan. <laughs> you did it for me. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, this is the same mold as the Commodus figure, which I've since sold off because I, between the two, this thing is where it's at. He's he's the best impactor on the market right now. Like you've got basically just a couple of repaints. There's that uh, Fall of Cybertron one, which is based on the really shitty uh, Onslaught Deluxe, and then the the Rook version oh, yeah. is pretty. Yeah. The version that's a redeco of Rook is all right, but then he's was a TFCC figure, so he's nigh impossible to get. This thing, on the other hand, is fantastic. He's He's so good. He's become one of the harder MMC figures to track down. Uh, I think they just put out a reissue of him, though. So mm-hmm. he's around about 116 shipped on Planet Steel Express, which for this thing is a really good deal. Um, he's, Are they rubber wheels? No, he, do, he doesn't actually roll, but that's because if I can, I'll detransform a bit. So this whole section here, like this, the part on the outside, Yep. That's his foot. So, oh, wow. 
Oh, and then it, the it folds around itself, does it? Yeah. Um, it's really suddenly put together, so it's a bit hard to untransform. Uh, Don't break it. I'm yeah, trying not to. This love is God. <laughs> I'm under pressure right now. I can take some of the pressure off if you want. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say this, I, I, is, this is the alt mode for Sky Shadow. Oh. Now it's quick. There okay. we go. I, I don't know why. I don't know why I can't untransform this thing. So he's a tank and I'm, a jet. I'm too scared to. They oh, are. Oh, they're, both, they're both solid looking modes. And he looks like something from Terminator 2 now. <laughs> so, I mean, at first I was like, yeah, two, two separate alt modes is a bit there. But that kind of works. I prefer that than six shot. <laughs> Playing six different ones. Like that doesn't having it having a brick transform six different ways does not make me interested in a brick transforming six different ways. <laughs> yeah, uh, think... No, no articulation on the turret, but that's just due to transformation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. I don't, I don't really mind the um the whole you know splitting apart to transform thing because he's ultimately he's going to be a re, a re- deco for overlord and we're yeah, re- going to go off of for sky shadow like he's a pretender his original old mode was basically just nothing so yeah if you if you're gonna make him something then that's as good as anything yeah make him a precursor for something really cool <laughs> yeah and from what we've seen that of that overlord that's going to be just Sky Shadow, which, from what you said, is a pretty solid figure, and it's going to be that, but better. Yeah. The only thing I can see different from uh, fiddling about with this figure is this whole cockpit assembly. I think that's going to be removable with Overlord, just so you mm-hmm. could attach that to his uh, forearm as his shield. Okay. Is that not removable on Sky Shadow? The cockpit, no, the only thing that's removable is just the uh, little nose bit. Anyway, we should stop talking about this because uh, Brad's having a headache juggling us around. <laughs> I don't know what's happening with the screen. <laughs> yeah, are you changing it? Because it just keeps on saying, no, you're I'm, pre- not. I'm presenting, Brad's presenting. <laughs> this is turning into a nature documentary. We're all presenting. <laughs> There's a glitch in the, <laughs> the, glitch in the matrix. <laughs> Someone took the wrong pill. <laughs> Before we get out of here, some uh, up, ca- up yeah, upcoming some... okay <laughs> PG uh, upcoming TCCA club events. Uh, March donation drive has been run and won. Congratulations to Justin, Michael, and Justin. Yes, we had two separate Justins win. G One Omega Supreme twenty uh, fifth anniversary Unicron and. Generations Brainstorm have been uh, selected and are being sent out. Poor old Trypticon gets to uh, live another day for another uh, giveaway. Um, that's it done. Uh, April Tech 22nd, uh, Max got the Adelaide Toy and Comic Fair. Um, tables booked yes, over there. So that's going to be, that should be a great day. It was awesome last year. And if the sort of spring up from numbers, from the first year to last year as any indication, it'll be a pretty big event this time around. Yeah, 
yeah, as soon as you said that uh, it was coming up, I thought, yep, yeah, we need to get back over there for that. Um, especially I think we since we ended up signing gives... up more people for that, um, for the club from there than we did for Supernova. Yeah, I've, I've seen that before as well, <laughs> which makes you <me> wonder <laughs> sometimes. Um, but it sort of gives you guys over there something to do too before, because uh, you've only got Supernova in November, so it's it's a long year of waiting. Um, yeah, you do get a lot of enjoyment out of these smaller smaller conventions and events. So, uh, yeah. that's you get a lot of time to just talk to people. Yeah, yeah. That's near, not overcrowded. Um, that's good. I'm just going to say, no. next Saturday, the 15th of April uh, in WA, there'll be the Nexus Collectors Fair. Uh, at Vic Park Rec Center, $2 entry, under eights for free, and I'll probably be there just uh, having a look around, seeing if I can find some deals or just having a look at what's the, ha- what's the haps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no worries. That's, uh, that's in Perth, did you say? Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, Vic Park Rec Center, Victoria Park Recreation right. Center. Yeah. All right. So if you're over there, look out for the uh, the groovy guy wandering the tables. Get, get, <laughs> You'll get recognize those, me get, by my beard. Get to those figures before he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, while we're in Perth, uh, April 20, 23rd, um, Dave Stevens over there is hosting the TCCA Perth Barbecue Meetup. Um, details are on the website and on the uh, events page for the group. Um if you're in Perth, we've uh, we've been getting a lot of members sign up from there in Adelaide the last few weeks. So uh, if you're in Perth or WA and can get down to the barbecue or you can get down to the uh, Adelaide Toy and Comic Fair, um, head on down. Meet some uh, other members of the club and uh, share your stories about uh, Transformers and collecting in general. So that is it. Thank you for listening. Uh, Australia's Transformers Weekly is, is Australia's weekly Transformers podcast produced by Transformers Collectors Club Australia. Uh, you can find the TCA... <laughs> I've got to plug it somewhere. You can find the TCA <laughs> website at transformerscca.com. Um, there you'll find links to this, the Facebook discussion group, uh, YouTube channel, Twitter, and the podcast. Uh, also, we're on iTunes. I've got the link sorted out now, so you can find Australian Transformers Weekly in iTunes, finally. Um, it is just an update of the off-the-shelf feed, so all 100 episodes of off-the-shelf... Actually, I don't know if that's true. At least the last 25 episodes of off-the-shelf should be in that feed as well. Um, so head on over to there. Uh, leave us a review. Let us know what you think about the new format, new show, and... Uh, We'll bring it up on the uh, on the show that week. Max, thank you for joining, coming back. Thank were you. You, you weren't here last week. Oh yeah, you were too because we started the comics. There you go. I've long lost already. <laughs> Groovy guy, <laughs> Brad Smith. Um, what's coming up at your uh, neck of the woods video wise? You got some reviews on the way. Um, I possibly going to be digging into the uh, the cabinets to, for for some uh, older retro reviews. Uh, if I find a broadside, uh, Titans Return broadside, he'll definitely be coming up. But uh, nothing sort of Buy set me. in stone as of yet. Buy me one too, please. <laughs> <laughs>
Actually, I can send you this one. This is the uh, third-party broadside, which I'm trying to get rid of. All right, just can I quickly ask, can I tensitively ask how much you want for him? Uh, To be honest, mate, I don't know, but Kathleen of Kathleen's Clutter has... uh, I'm pretty sure she would kill me if she found out I sold it to someone else. <laughs> she has expressed some interest in it, and I don't want to piss her off. This is uh, this, this is Fans Project Assaulter, Brad. If you're uh, interested oh, okay. in what it is, but you won't find him on eBay. He's uh, very elusive. That's all right. Don't worry, yeah, Kathleen. I'll stop. I'll stop this sale right now. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Hit that dump button before you say a price. Uh. It's, it's gone. It's gone. I'm back to Sky Shadow. Right, yeah. So you got the Sky Shadow review is going to be coming up in the next week or so. Uh, the review is already up. Uh, oh, already, up already up. Sorry. Yep. yep. Uh, should be a link to it in the description. Or if not, just... Uh, Go to YouTube, search for Groovy Guy, and you. I think I'm like the third or fourth search result. Groovy Guy? Yes. <laughs> Any Groovy Guys on YouTube? There aren't, actually. There, I, I've searched Groovy Guy, and from what I can tell, I'm the only one there. That's always handy. Yeah, well, I mean, everyone else yeah. just has weird names. You're a rare, you're a rare beast. <laughs> I am a beast. All right, guys. All right, guys. Thank you. <laughs> For uh, TCCL, I've been Brad, and uh, we'll talk to you all next week for Easter. See you guys. Actually, later.